What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each week, we bring you our takes on all the news you need to know about. No subject is off limits, and no take is too hot. I'm your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, the man with the salt and pepper mane, 8bit's fearless leader, the purple Jesus himself, it's Brennan White. Oh my God, thank you. It is a pleasure to be here. Sorry, I'm... uh... The, the intro took me took me off caught me off guard there but um <laughs> mate you, you couldn't have described me any better uh salt and pepper purple jesus uh that's that's my street name now so uh that's it. if you hear of any rumblings in the back streets you know to you know to sort of step aside but uh yeah. thank you for having me here uh i'm excited to be the third uh, ever guest here on mm. iwii uh, mm. the, the nation's hottest news takes um yes, but yeah man nice. thank you for having me it's it's gonna be fun Absolutely. Thank you for joining me. And yes, listeners, it is not Thomas Marshall as promised. Uh, we have pulled an audible this week. You know, we have to stay nimble here. It is mm-hmm. what it is. You know, sometimes you've got to pull the old switcheroo, depending on what the news dishes up. Um, but you'll get your, your dose of Kiwi soon enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and it'll be a good dose. I, I love his opinions and thought processes on things. So it'll be yeah. a ripper of an episode when he does uh, jump in front of the microphone with you. Mm, he's a very, um, he's a very, like, contemplative mind very articulate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's just because he's like half kiwi and then he's also like half british as well so he's sort of yeah he, what a mix yeah Jesus. i know <laughs> they put dogs like that down back in the war I think, yeah, so. yeah yep um so yeah i'm looking forward to having him on but there was a there's a there's a cut well uh funnily enough the i guess the story off the top will be quite uh uh, Australian-based as far as um, the news in this country and the other two will be a little bit more internationally sort of um, mm-hmm. c- centric. So um, I thought appropriate that we get a, a skippy on to uh, to address the first story. Um, now, this is this is actually our first, I guess, proper episode. The first episode, obviously, we met Jono and I. We did the... Uh, we look back on 2017 and last week with NATO, we did a, a 2018 so far and... This week now we get to actually talk about current, you know, this week. Oh, wow, news. so I'm here with the uh, the current day one sort of early edition news here. Absolutely. A lot of pressure on me now. My God. Hot, hot off the <laughs> press, yes. So you never know. We might have to shut it down after this. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sure it all will be fine. Uh, so on with the show. In perhaps the most Aussie breach of national security imaginable, a bevy of top-secret classified documents were sold for loose change at a second-hand shop in Canberra where used and seemingly insignificant pieces of ex-government furniture are sold. The documents had been locked away in a filing cabinet whose keys had been misplaced, and the cabinet was purchased by an unnamed source, and once said cabinet was busted open, that person was now privy to some of the most classified information in the country. The unnamed person handed the documents over to the ABC, to which they published a select few on their website. They chose to withhold some of the documents if they posed a risk to national security, rest assured they most likely did. The files range from secret discussions regarding the critical risks to the Labor government's calamitous home insulation scheme, to documents detailing, funnily enough, the AFP losing nearly 400 national security files. Now, if this situation wasn't alarming enough, we can thank our lucky stars. It was a Daryl Kerrigan type telling the furniture store they were dreaming and not someone with more sinister motives who came into possession of the documents. Who knows what could have happened if the files fell into the wrong hands? A little dramatic? Perhaps. But still a dangerous situation nonetheless. So, Brennan White, what do you make of all of this? 
truth be told like i'm not at all surprised um (laughs) funnily enough like i i sort of spent a lot of my early adulthood living in canberra and, Mm. and working in the electronic security space with with some of these respective government bodies and these um these sort of uh, stores that sell them they're they're glorified you know when you go through some of i guess the lesser areas of australia and there's like that bulk furniture cheap crap outlet mm. store mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. um these ex-government furniture sale places are just like that you walk in and it's just sort of monotone carpet with ex-government furniture whether it be desks tables uh filing cabinets uh computer chairs and things just out the wazoo and you just go in there you, you make an offer to, to you know random Johnny Smith there working the counter mm. and, it, and it's not vetted like I've bought a few things from there um, and actually had a filing cabinet way back when didn't have any, any documents as sensitive as this Shame. but there was some sort of previous um, you know ASIO based letterhead stuff in there mm. just, just floating around because yeah they, they don't care like once these once these sort of uh, government floors and agencies need to do a refit they mm. just send in random contract to XY. They come out and just strip it all out, mm. sell it off or hand it to one of these reseller sites. And that's it. Like there's no vetting done. It is insane how unsecure a lot of this <laughs> stuff is. Like I've, I've sort of designed systems in some of these places and it's, it's scary how, how sort of shonky some of these practices yeah. are. So I'm not surprised. I, I mm. laugh at the fact that um, like I, I just keep thinking back to the Seinfeld episode where old soup nazis recipes are found in that old hutch (laughs) and and um you know elaine comes back in and she's reading the reading the recipes and and he's like he's through soup nazi and stuff so (laughs) it felt like a bit of vibe like that could have happened from here but yeah lucky we did get mr mr nice patriotic australian Mm. just handing him into the abc because yeah these these things get listed on online websites these could be bought from countries yeah. anywhere as well so that filing cabinet could have been bought here i mean well shipped to syria like mm. you know worst case scenario or russia yeah, exactly. or something so yeah. it's crazy yeah it's crazy it, this doesn't happen more often it, it, that's the thing like it probably does like just from what you're saying now i mean it probably does and i guess the scare like the, in in this filing cabinet was a report about like i said 400 afp files that went missing like top secret files mm-hmm. um so if, if these things are happening all the time like how often are they making their way overseas or into you know the intelligence agencies of not so much our allies but you know foreign other foreign countries and that kind of thing and, you know it's if, if anything it's just a little bit fucking embarrassing to be perfectly honest yeah yeah like um it's it's always funny that some generic um tiny cog in one of these big machines mm. has you know, so much power thrust upon them when they have to mm. dispose of something as simple as a filing cabinet like mm. oh we don't have the key oh, let's not worry about it you know we'll just we'll just sell it off it'll be right mm. you know it should be right we'll play the we'll play the the law of average here and and you know we should come out come out scot-free yeah. but here it is with 400 bits of government secrets now you know out in the wilderness i'd love to know who was responsible for the filing cabinets like who's the guy that when this goes down the abc puts the cabinet files out there uh, he's sitting up in canberra and he goes oops that was me like, i'd love to know who who was responsible for this whose office was it from whose department like what because it's quite a like a mixed bag of it's not just you know like all defense stuff or all mm. you know it's there's heaps of different things in there yeah it's it's interesting that it's not just from one subsect as you said mm. so i don't know sort of who would sort of be be scapegoated for this i guess behind mm. closed doors when they are mm. going to try and um you know put this or like blame onto somebody but um yeah. 
Yeah, just just doubling back to sort of these cleanup crews that come in and just strip these things down. They're just general tradies. Like yeah. for the most part, unless it's a, like a top secret um, area of the government, they don't need security clearance. Mm. They're just general general rouseabout sort of tradie guys. So it mm. could have been anybody that got these and, and could have just ended up anywhere. It's, oh. And there's no vetting process on it either, which is nuts. No, no absolutely not. And that's, you know, it's like it, it would have to have been some like for the mixture of what was in there it would have had to have been i think someone sort of relatively high up like there was stuff in there about um uh what's her name wong um, yeah penny wong was penny there wong. there was yep. a heap of stuff with like to do with missile upgrades and mm. um profiles of terrorist suspects and stuff so it's not just generic hey we need a new budget approval for a new line of staplers across the floor here like <laughs> this is this is some serious mm. serious information oh absolutely um it- just just hanging out in fish week in in this random warehouse like yeah. it's nuts oh unreal like i wonder if um i imagine that, that they probably have sent people down to the you know all of these furniture stores and sort of just to make sure that there's no other filing cabinets and things there that mm. you know are probably containing i guess these you know these files and that kind of thing i mean that's the first thing i'd do if i was in camera like go down yeah. every store make sure there's nothing yeah. else in there and there's um, hundreds of them man like there is a few of these factory like refurb government outlet mm. centers in Fishwick alone, there's I think three or four last time I went through there um, and, and they are stacked wall to wall with this kind of stuff. So mm. it wouldn't surprise me if there was a few more secrets floating around in a miscellaneous cabinet there in Fishwick. So mm. uh, yeah, no yeah, doubt. Canberrans, get down there and get yourself a deal. Yeah, I'm sure there would have been a few uh, thrifty buyers heading down to the um, you know the local secondhand mm. furniture stores over the last week and, um, and seeing what they can sort of snag. But uh, on, the, on the files itself, there's some pretty... I mean, some of it's sort of, you know, monotonous kind of thing. Like, the, they, yeah. the ABC said there was, um, you know, a heap of stuff that they um, they didn't publish because, one, it was either not newsworthy um, or to protect um, public servants uh, or if it had already been published before. Um, and then, obviously, if it was a national security risk. But some of the, uh, I guess, like the more alarming ones is uh, the one that specifically is that uh, the home insulation scheme one like mm-hmm. I find that and, and and what's I guess the fallout going to be from these sort of revelations like that's a pretty big story like the, the obviously the home insulation scheme which was kicked around sort of around 2009-2010 um, where they were basically you know the government was paying for tradies to you know just basically go and put insulation mm. for free in all these houses and um, and a few young men installers un, you know who are all untrained you know, a couple have passed away because of I think a couple were electrocuted and hypothermia and a few different things. So, um, you know, there was a massive story at the time and, and a lot of fallout. And obviously, um, uh, Minister Garrett from uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, Peter Garrett copped it. Sort of, you know, he was the he was made to be the scapegoat. But the revelation coming out of this that you know they were made aware of the well, and not the the files didn't specifically say what you know the warnings were, but they made them aware of safety risks. So yeah. you know, you'd think that they, these sort of things would have, you know, I guess they, I mean, they obviously knew that there was risks, but they just went yeah, there, anyway. Yeah, there'd be some verbiage in these documents where you could potentially point the blame or, or allocate this this amount of risk and, and probability to one of these key decision makers. So I'm curious mm. to see if they do leak some of those documents or maybe they're going to try and do some kind of class action lawsuit where they can then start going back and, and getting people that were... Uh, maybe maybe damaged, uh, whether it be the subcontractors doing these installations or maybe it was dodgy installations that, that led to illness and, and sort of um, mm. damages to, to sort of houses or the people inside houses. So 
it's yep. interesting and there's a lot of these schemes like it's the same as the like the solar rebates we had going for a hot minute yep. there the the upgrading to sort of low energy light bulbs and things like that yeah um, yep, going around and swapping all the led lights and that kind of thing yeah so no doubt there there's sort of these risk factors into a lot mm. of um these national rollouts where they do mm. go okay this could lead to, to death illness whatever else you know a whole mm. slew of whole slew of um potential issues so yeah i think it's very much a wait and see sort of just sit back yeah. and, and see what starts to come out in the wash over the next few weeks few months um, yeah, no, yeah where, where heads are going to roll i don't know if they're going to go after penny wong because um in a roundabout kind of way, they're trying to say that she is kind of potentially responsible mm. for this breach because those documents initially were left in her office, yep. apparently yep. or allegedly. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. It's interesting though. Yeah, it is. It is, and like like I said off the top, it's it is the most Aussie thing ever. It's like ah, chuck the filing cabinet out of the back. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it, mate. It just you know, it's, it's it's it's. I can see it being made into like a Stephen Curry movie, like where he stumbles upon this filing cabinet and it's all this. The shenanigans ensue of you know finding all these government documents yeah and- yeah like it made me think uh, it's tonally completely different especially when you're going the the stephen curry <laughs> route but have yeah. you seen the show i think it was on abc uh last year called the secret city i i saw um I, with anna, I anna torv yeah. was in it um yeah. fantastic actress and it's yeah. it's tonally similar to this where a heap of mm. classified leak information and and it goes more so down a lot of conspiracy theories as well yeah um, are leaked out and the ripple effect from that so that's yeah. what i was thinking when i was sort of reading up more on this I'm like ooh, you know and, and there's a second season i don't know if it's out yet or maybe it has just aired but um i really enjoyed the first season so it's it's a good watch to to sort mm. of uh eat some popcorn along as you're reading up on the cabinet files yeah yeah no doubt i um i noticed i do i do remember because it's got the guy from um house of cards in it the um oh, what was his name um I can't remember. It's not important. Yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. I, I remember. I remember seeing that he was in it, and it looked it looked interesting. I just never got a chance to uh, mm. to watching it. But uh, yeah, it's just. I mean, it, it, like you said, it'll be interesting to see the the fallout. I guess what comes of this over the next few months. And imagine, I, I'd love the I'd love to see the face of the um, the reporter. Uh, it was um, uh, Ashley Ashley McGee, I think it was, um, who basically put the files out there i was listening the day it, it sort of happened um i was listening to the to 774 um the abc obviously the abc which is the abc radio station in melbourne and um i think it's actually it might be australia wide it's again not important but um <laughs> she actually came on and you know onto the radio station and broke this story that she's like you know we've just been we've been come into possession of these files um you know we're we're putting them out there and it was like it's just a crazy thing her eyes would have lit up that's gonna set oh yeah that's it like it'll it'll put her on the map but obviously also certainly make her a bit more of a target to some of these these government bodies moving forward so it's it's always interesting to see that the the shift in power when these Mm. types of things are come out of the woodwork Mm -hmm. it's interesting that um that they haven't uh like a lot of these uh different government departments have not yet commented on uh, on any of mm. the any of the um i guess the, yeah. the files and reports in that have been leaked out so yeah it's it's very much that head in the sand until called upon sort of scenario mm. where they're like you know what we, we we plead ignorance until uh until we're chucked up on a in front of a grand jury or something so oh <laughs> uh, spot on spot on okay on with the show now brendan over the past weekend, we had what some have called the greatest Super Bowl of all time. But everybody knows 
There's only one thing that truly matters come Super Bowl Sunday, or Monday if you're in Australia. The commercials! Brendan! My goodness, there's some commercials to go through. <laughs> there is quite a bevy. Now, I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I decided to put this uh, this topic into the show, and then uh, was because I, I've, I've, you know, I'm a NFL sort of, you know, at the, these days a once a year kind of NFL watcher. So um, just the Super Bowl is, yeah, is where you're hooked, yeah. and then you're off the off the hook again till yeah. till sort of early next, early the following year. Yeah, very much so, very much so, and I mean, even like, um, like I, this year I listened to it on the radio, so I didn't even um, they had it playing on a, a mm. Melbourne sports um, radio station, so I was driving, driving around that day, so I didn't actually get to watch it. So I, I often miss the commercials, but you see the like the big ones obviously make it to Twitter and the Facebooks and, and that kind of thing. You see the good ones, so I I uh, underestimated how many there actually is. Yeah, a um, shit ton. it's it's sad here, especially if you're watching it obviously locally. Let's let's say on I think Seven Mate on Free to Air broadcasts the Super Bowl, and then obviously you mm. can watch it on various streaming platforms and things too. But we don't we aren't privy to these commercials yeah. for the most part live. Obviously, they yes. want to inject some more Australiana based uh, commercials into here where they can mm-hmm. boost that ad revenue and things. So. Mm. We we didn't see them um, live at, in halftime or after after first quarter and things like that. So a lot yeah. of it is after the fact where you do mm-hmm. see these things roll out over over social media. Um, but my goodness, I think there was what fifty one or fifty two. Yeah, about that. Yep, just about. So, mm, so, so one one for every Super Bowl if it was fifty one. So yes, that's it. That's it. So how, how we're going to do this is uh, we're going to go by quarter by quarter, and uh, we just we'll skip over because to be fair, there's some shit ones in there. So yeah. we're going <laughs> to we're going to skip over the uh, you know we can talk about the the good ones and we can skip over some of the more uh, boring ones and then we'll pick the beat the best from each quarter uh, and obviously halftime as well had a had a few and then uh, and then we'll decide on the winner for. Super Bowl Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love the, how much of a phenomenon the Super Bowl commercials are. That, like it's just this thing where it's like some people just tune in to the Super Bowl to watch the ads, like the new commercials that come out. I think it's absolutely it's, it's insane. And um, just the the money that the the various oh. networks would be making from from charging for these companies to show ads um, in in that time frame, like several million. Um, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, what are they? I'm just looking at it now. Average advertisement cost in US dollars is five million a pop. Oof. So, um, it's it's not small change. And when no, you've got when you've got fifty ish um, advertisers, they're making a quarter of a billion dollars just off ad. Um, you know, charging these companies for ads mm. <laughs> over one football game. So it's oh. it's nuts. Not to mention the money that goes into producing a lot of these ads. Like, mm-hmm. there's you know, we'll, as we'll go through the list, there's some you know. A-list celebrities doing a lot of these commercials, plus the production costs of some of them. Like, obviously, we had the um, the Dundee sort of uh, yeah, commercial. The, the which money is, that would have went into that, my goodness, thirty million dollars that commercial cost to make. Thirty million. But I'd love to know. I mean, I, I think I think because I, I think it was great. It was obviously went viral. About, it was this Dundee. We'll talk about it a bit later, but mm. um, it was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, it was, it was. It was very good. I'm a big Danny McBride fan, so. Um, and obviously I'm an Aussie, so you know, got me on two fronts. Oh yeah, fronts. yeah. All right, let's kick in. We'll start our list. So the first trailer off. The, oh, well, now this is the other thing. I wonder what it costs, like, to, to be the first, to be the first Super Bowl trailer. Like, what? Oh yeah, that cost it? yeah. You could probably add another twenty-five, fifty percent on top of that five million. I reckon mm-hmm. to get those mm-hmm. prime slots. 
Yeah. And if you're going to spend the money, you might as well spend it on Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So the first trailer yeah. off the... Oh, cab off the rank is Skyscraper. Mm. So trailer for... So I, I mean... Fine, like it looks like a, a yeah. it looks like every rock movie from the last mm-hmm. five years. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just jumping just off things, explosions, paint I mean. by numbers, Dwayne Johnson films. Mm. Um, what was that one that came out a year or so ago where he was like San a Andreas. rescue helicopter pilot? Yeah, San Andreas, I think. Yeah, yeah it, but, it just feels yeah. like this is just focusing on the buildings in San Andreas or something. It's like yeah. the you know a narrower lens look mm. at that mm. film. Like they're like, shit, mm. we had some B roll footage here. Let's just yeah. make another movie out of it. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly. The first on first look, I thought it was a sequel to that movie. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, interesting. Take. He's got a. He's like a. Um, he's missing a, cripple, a leg. Yeah, he's got a prosthetic leg in in this movie. So, an mm. uh, interesting take. And, and I guess you know a lot of people are sort of shouting that out as a, a pretty cool thing for uh, an actor of you know the Rock's sort of caliber. Caliber. I mean, he's not. You know, he's not. You know, he's he's no Robert Miles De Niro Brando. or anything. Yeah, like exactly. That, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but he's you know he's. Is the Rock so you can't and, and I think much. I think based off you know dollar per um, you know dollars made per per film I think he's the most bankable star in Hollywood these days I think it's oh, probably yeah. more so due on volume the fact he's yeah. in a movie every two months it feels like so mm. but power to him like I remember when he first broke in with the Scorpion King oh, which was yes. utter trash yeah um, I thought he was going to crawl back to the wrestling ring after mm. that but then he just went no I'm going to persist and here we yeah. are now we had Welcome to the Jungle he's rolling around with. Sean William Scott. I love that movie. Yeah, love that Christopher movie. Walken and yeah, um, he did one with Johnny Knoxville as well. Yeah, um, Walking Tall was Walking it? Tall. Yeah, 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 that's underrated yeah. too. Yeah, he's he's been in some like and obviously the Fast and Furious franchise now and he was in um, he was he was Roadblock, one of my favorite GI Joes in the um, mm-hmm. the second GI Joe film. Yeah. So. I was always a Snake guy. Um, yeah, Snake yeah. was my man. Yeah, well, Snake Eyes. Sorry, not Snake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Snake Eyes is the. Uh, I, yeah, I mean. I could go on about those movies for mm-hmm. a while, but I'll, but I won't. We'll move on to the next ad. Uh, now these are, will be a uh, reoccurring um, ad throughout the the rest of the list, and these are the Tide ads. So the first of the Tide ads featuring David Harbour, known from uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are great. I, I thought these are absolutely hilarious. He's he's a boss, David Harbour. Um, mm. But like, I don't really remember recall him in anything major up until. Just Strange like things. he was, he was always. Yeah. If you look back to certain like um, sort of spy-based films or Amer- American government-based films, he was like generic Agent X that was always yeah. a bit part, saying a few lines. I've sort yeah. of noticed him in a few things going back, but um, mm. yeah, he's great. I love him. I love him on camera. Uh, he was fantastic in Stranger Things. I'm hyped as hell to see him in Hellboy. Um, yeah, you know, that, it looks inspired great. choice. I reckon for yeah, sure. Yeah, like he's a big unit. Like he's got an imposing mm. frame to himself, and he's just got this sort of quiet, brooding sort of vibe about him. Um, yeah, I really dig the dishevelledness of him. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> he's quite dishevelled, isn't he? But yeah, t- talking offline before we started recording on the Tide commercials, mm. I think you hit it right on the head where they missed an opportunity to maybe wrap these things up when it's like, oh yeah, and kids, don't eat these things or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. it would have been great. would have been so meta if they did yeah. that. Oh, I know. It's a, yeah, absolutely, like it would have been just the perfect, because they, they, I think they had four tie ads through mm. the, um, through the whole thing. So they had one in uh, quarter one, one at quarter two. They didn't have one at halftime. And then they had one in quarter three and then I believe yeah so they kicked off quarter four they had the first one in quarter yeah, four which was yeah. only a short one it was only 15 seconds but um, the the, fir- the last two were 15 seconds and then the, f- the first couple were um, 
were a bit long. Actually, the first one was 45 and the rest were all 15. So yeah. um, they've obviously spent a, a, quite a bit on this. Um, and we'll talk about one of the other ones a bit later because there's a nice cameo in, I think, the last one that they did. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, moving on. And this one was... So Doritos are known for their... <laughs> for their... Uh, for their Super Bowl commercials. They normally pull out the big... Uh, I think they spent like a ridiculous amount of money on one one year. Um, it was a whole it was a whole thing. But uh, this I I liked this. This is one of I my very favorites. much like this, this is one yeah. of my favorites. Having Buster Rhymes and uh, Missy <laughs> Elliott trying to sort of rap or speech coach Morgan Freeman and Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was cracking up when I saw this. Seeing Morgan Freeman do like Peter Dinklage is great, but seeing Morgan Freeman doing like Missy Elliott um, was just amazing. Mm. It was just amazing. And it's got to the point with Morgan Freeman now where even though he is one of those legendary actors and he's a mm. thousand years old, I don't think mm. anything he can do can sort of tarnish his legacy. No. Um, no. So he's he's free to do this and have a bit of fun. And yeah. God, I was just, I was cracking up watching, I'll- yeah, watching Mr. Freeman <laughs> trying to lay down those beats. I love that he doesn't take himself too seriously because he is, mm. he's also like a meme a lot of the time. It's, you know, he's the narrator voice and, uh, and, uh, and it, it was not, uh, you know, he's that, that he's just, it, it's always like a, and there was the whole thing with Morgan Freeman died. Like, you remember when that happened? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And it's the and same as of, like the older he gets, the more freckles he gets. Um, yeah, yeah. Tying into that. <laughs> he, he's, he's a legend. He's, he's yeah. one of the coolest sort of old guys, I think, still in, in that acting space or performing space today. Mm. Mm, definitely definitely so great great ad uh the next one was heroes arena looks like some moba for mobile um yeah um i've i've played it for a hot minute um ryan ryan dingle like chinglish tv is a a friend Mm. of mine as a streamer and he plays this a lot like oh really i remember we went to lunch one day and we're having having some lunch and he's distracted mucking around his phone i'm like what are you doing he's like i'm playing this game and it showed me it was this stupid heroes arena so i played it with him for about 12 minutes that's that's enough for me. Um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not a phone game guy for the most no, part. Um, nor am I. Phone battery life is critical at the best of times. Yeah, it's, wasting exactly. it on on stuff like this is just yeah not high yeah. on my priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, most definitely. Yeah. So nothing nothing really to write home about there. No. Uh, next one as well, which was I found this. Uh, quite a weird commercial sketches wide fit some guy i don't know who how he long is but i guess he's someone who got an upgrade to first class in this commercial it didn't i didn't find it funny i mean I, there's probably some meta joke there that americans would get but yeah mine, it was that one yeah. fell a bit flat yeah how long isn't he the guy on like america's got talent i think that's what he's on um, or be. something yep. but he's one of those pseudo d-listers that just managed to hold on to a bit of spotlight i don't even know mm. how sketches are still a thing i don't know one <laughs> person that owns a pair of sketches my missus has like four pairs. Oh, well, there you go. She, she's keeping <laughs> she's them keeping afloat them afloat here afloat. In, yeah. on the ANZ channel at least. Sketches are fucking expensive. I tell you, people, it's like a fun, like people buy sketches. Like I went to buy a sketches for Christmas one year. She's like, I need a new pair of just like walking shoes. And because they're apparently super comfortable. And it's like 150 bucks. I'm like, geez, I could get you like a sweet pair of Nikes. She's like, no, yeah. I want sketches. I'm like, Jesus. Okay. We got to blame the Kardashians. I think they were a big driving force a few years back. Maybe they sort God of spiked that market. That's probably it. Bloody sketches. Tricked. Bloody sketches. Bloody sketches. Uh, next ad, an ad for a new Hulu show, Castle Rock. Um, it, it looked like it's... Uh, this, and I had mention of um, like Shawshank Redemption. Speaking of Morgan Freeman, mm. uh, it seems to be some kind of... T- it's a Stephen King-based uh, sh- show, or based, half-written by. He's sort of involved somewhat. and seems to be there'd be like a connection with Shawshank Redemption there. Um, I, I, need, I need to look into it, truth be told. Um, mm. 
because I'm, I'm a big King fan, but mm. I don't know much of this one as far as where he ties into with his works. But mm-hmm. uh, I like that Hulu uh, getting behind it. You know, that they yep. seem to be backing some, some good content out there. And just my biggest thing, you know, off topic with, with adverts is just treat Stephen King's material with some respect. Don't water oh, yeah. it down and, and make yep. it midday telly movie quality. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give yep. it a look. But it's just there's yep. so much new television out these days. My goodness. <sighs> I opened Netflix. I, I hadn't, like, wh- I've been watching Black Mirror recently and getting through that, um, which is great, mm-hmm. by the way. But um, I opened up Netflix the other day just to have a flick through and see sort of what else was there. And there's like 30 new Netflix shows that have popped up. And I'm like, just like where, where is the time to consume all of this content? It just doesn't exist. Yeah, I um, last night, like we were going to watch a movie or something. And like I, I subscribed to Netflix. I've got Stan and I've got mm. Amazon Prime as well. Yep. And so I, I, I sort of skimmed through them all. And there's that much stuff. I just got almost, I got overwhelmed. Mm. And I just went to Rachel. I don't know. Here's the remote. Please pick something <laughs> because I can't make a decision here. There's too many things. <laughs> That's the story of my life. The other night, I I was like, all right, I'm gonna like I went to bed early. I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna play PlayStation or anything. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go to bed and um open open the iPad. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm not really in the mood for Black Mirror. I just want to just chuck something on. And I'm like, and I just flicked through like bladed through the the things for like 45 minutes, just trying to pick something. I'm like. I just, I just guess I'll just go to sleep yeah. then. <laughs> I, I just want to say, I, I finally got around to watching The Punisher. Oh, yes. I, yes. Was, I was really late to the party on that one, which, you know, yeah. shame on me. But man, it's mm. fantastic. I love yeah. what they're doing with that Marvel Universe where they can sort of gritty it up and, and mm. turn on their violence when required. Um, mm. and, and yeah, on John Bernthal as, as Frank Castle is just tailor-made Great. for that role. Yeah. yeah, It's still on my... Yeah, it's like number one on my list of like the next show to watch. Mm. Um, I... I I still, I, th- I think I'm like one episode from finishing Daredevil season two. And then um, for some reason, I just got to the end of that th- season. I was like, I, c- I can't even, I just can't. Yeah, second it. second season was nowhere near as good as the first, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next ad is, uh, I, 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 I liked and I didn't like this ad. It's the Wendy's Fresh Beef Burgers. Uh, mm. Basically, and I, I love that Wendy's do this, but they just, any chance they get, they're just throwing shade at McDonald's. Oh, yeah, they, they, they love shooting firing shots at sort of their their main competitors wendy's i'm mm. a sucker for wendy's baconators mm. are like my favorite i guess if you mm. want to say standard traditional takeout vibe um if yep. you want to sort of rope them all into that one category it's the best yep. burger in in you yep. know my my humble opinion mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's insane what you could like they openly get away with in american advertising right. when they can just they publicly, use the and everything and, yeah yeah like but- just just shooting shots um, you know, right across the bow, and uh, yeah, you know, all all that meat is frozen, like flash frozen. It's never yeah, fresh, yeah. and boom, boom, boom. <laughs> like, it's it's good to watch. Um, mm. But yeah, Mac McDonald's don't care. You know, they're the no. powerhouse. It's like yeah. whatever, little yeah. man. It's free you know, ad- free advertising for us is what yeah. they're thinking. We'll, we'll keep making our billions mm. or trillions or whatever they might be in. So mm. the the thing that I didn't like about this ad was just that the burgers just didn't look very good. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit upset. They didn't really show the Baconators. It was just sort of this generic beef, mm. lettucey, you know, generic hamburger. So I'm like, missed mm. opportunity there. You could have won yep. me some more votes, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. That was the thing. I got to the end of it. I'm like, they're going to look, mate, like they're just just like savagely just taking McDonald's to the cleaners and it's going to nail the end of this ad. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, they mm-hmm. don't even look very appetizing. Like. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, was a, it was a win and a loss for me on that one. Uh, the next one we had is uh, like it's a, a Dodge Ram ad, I guess. Dodge yeah. is the, Dodge is the is car the, company. Dodge is the car company. Um, and Ram's the the big truck. 
Yep. So Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I believe these were all, were these players that were playing the parts of the actual Vikings. They were, which which yeah. I really loved. Um, mm. I I'm, thought you'd I'm like a, this one. I'm a Minnesota Vikings tragic. Mm. So uh, seeing the team that won the Super Bowl, you know, pummel us two weeks prior to get into said Super Bowl, uh, it's very bittersweet. Uh, mm. Wounds are still fresh, but um, mm. I, I had a little laugh at this trailer. Uh, yeah, it's it's good to see because because we've got we've got some good talent. It's good to see them. I guess sort of let their hair down, I guess, in more ways than one because they were, you mm. know, a lot of them were rocking out these Viking wigs and things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, these big truck commercials, though, they, they just keep getting bigger and bigger. It's just this larger injection of steroid every time, I think, with these types of adverts. Mm. Um, but it was good fun. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd buy a Dodge Ram, but I just don't have anywhere to fit it because they're yeah. so goddamn big, these American <laughs> oh trucks. God. Everything's bigger in America. Yeah. Everything. Uh, the next one now this I reckon, this was one of my absolute favourites mm-hmm. anything with Danny DeVito is automatically gets a tick from me yeah. uh, but this is the M&M's commercial where uh, he picks up a penny a lucky penny in, in the red M&M and wishes to be a real person and turns into Danny DeVito <laughs> and he's just like eat me eat me just, yeah, hilarious he's he's just become he's, he's like a pint sized version of um, what's that guy's no I'm having a mental blank now Gary Busey like he's oh, on that yes. same level of chaos, I think, and just like unhingedness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this he's... this is one of my favourites of the day. Um, the, the ending where he gets wailed by that truck. Mm. Oh my god, I, I nearly wet myself seeing oh, that. But um, absolute classic. Yeah, I I love that. Just Danny DeVito uh, owns it. He don't care mm. no more. He's like, yeah, I'll be still as you need me to, as evidenced mm. by Always Sunny and things like yeah. that. Like he's the he's the past the point of shame. Um, yeah, and yet this is one of my faves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next one, a very boring Turkish Airlines commercial featuring Dr. Oz. Yeah, Nothing what? Nothing really. Yeah. Like, why? You know, okay, thanks, Dr. Oz. Uh, and then, next trailer, we had our first look at Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm interested to get... We haven't spoken about this. I'm interested to see what you think about it. Um, I'm on the fence. Like, I'm, I'm a Star Wars tragic since, mm. since birth, almost. Mm. Uh I like that this universe is getting new life brought into it, but I'm mm. wondering if it's, it is getting to the point now of oversaturation. Uh, the, the casting, the, I can't remember the gentleman's name that's playing young Solo. I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I completely buy into that yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like that they're going to sort of go back and sort of tell us the story of the of this wrangly sort of uh, smuggler, how he meets mm. Chewie and so on and so forth. The yep. one thing I really like about it is uh, Donald Glover as Lando Ooh. Calrissian. Yep. He's just got this swag to him and yeah, that sort of great, beard goatee little fro he's got going on. I'm like, damn, man, I'd watch a Lando so movie before a Solo movie, so it feels good. like. so. Yeah, that's, everyone's making that, uh, that thing. They're saying, oh, Alden, um, Alden Iron, Iron Reich is, I think, how you say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably just butchered that. Let us know. Email us at hello at... 8bit.net if, uh, if I've just there we go. butchered that uh, but Donald everyone has been saying like that, you know sorry uh, Olden this is now a Donald Glover's movie <laughs> yeah and it yeah. felt like that to me um, mm. Amelia Clark rolls in so old Daenerys mm. uh, yep. gone from the mother of dragons to the uh, the lover of Solo so yep. uh, it's yep. going to be interesting uh, it and comes out so soon you... it's what three oh, months away it's in May 24th of May yep 24th of May Damn. Um Woody Harrelson as well. Anything with Woody Harrelson automatically, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy. But uh, I, I, look, I'm I'm pumped for this. I I'm sort of you know I, I get the whole oversaturation thing, um, but it, I think it's like I don't think we've 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 had the same thing with the Marvel movies right over the last you know decade now where they've mm. you know, they've been a one or two. It's now gotten to the point where there's two or three every year that's dropping. Um, 
and I don't I'm still not like I'm like these are still really good movies they're great quality we hasn't got to the point yet where it's like okay enough stop so and I'm like I love Star Wars so much so I'm just like just give me give me more yeah, um, yeah. if it's if it's bad then I mean even like like The Last Jedi which I'm sort of like I'm in the middle on The Last Jedi it has, it has some great moments has some not so great moments um, but uh, it's, I, it's, I hope this movie's good yeah like I, I want to see more Star Wars but I want to see them delve away from the the Skywalker-esque story yeah. and like find yeah. new characters and, and yeah. tell new stories most definitely um, so this this movie feels very much like um, like Rogue One, like that vibe, mm-hmm. which which I like, which has me. Oh yeah, very it, it's one of the best Star Wars movies out there, oh, in my opinion. Uh, they nailed that film, so absolutely. we'll see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next ad, uh, which is a Sprint commercial. Uh, Evelyn the robot teaches a lesson. So there's, there's this guy in. I thought this was quite funny. There's this guy in. Um, he's building an AI robot or something of the like, and then his phone goes off. And the robot, the robot starts making fun of him because he's with Verizon instead of Sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- I thought this was clever. Like it was, you know, it made me giggle. It was not like this amazing thing, but yeah. um, I, it was like it was fun. It was good. Just more of that American marketing where they're just taking shots at their competitors, you know, in in their in their ad space. So um, yeah, yeah, it was all right. You know, yeah, we we can't we don't really have a horse in that race obviously we're stuck here with with optus and telstra and the like but um mm. you know I'd, I'd enjoy to see uh optus or telstra sh- play take shots at each other in ads here instead of this yep. pg friendly nonsense we get yeah yes exactly uh and the next ad we had was uh, uh pulled on the heartstrings a little bit the toyota to make the olympics um basically it's like a paralympic sort of commercial toyota mm. seemed to be the um the sponsor there um there's a little kid like growing up no legs and stuff and um you know playing to obviously the you know the heartstrings and that and uh it was it, uh, like i'm so when you after you have a kid every like everything just makes you upset or like mm-hmm. not, or sad or cry i'm like i'm watching this i'm like don't hold it together yeah hold it together. It's, it's not it's, don't cry come on yeah i'm 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 emotional at the best of times so so mm. this that i was just like, oh, be yeah, strong stop. man Yep, he's strong. And um, but Need yeah, more tired. Yeah, it was nice, yeah. and, and I like that it sort of broke up the the constant sort of comedy slapstickiness of all the other commercials. I, I like mm. that there is sort of these endearing moments, uh, these heartwarming yeah. ones thrown in there too. Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, so that's all for quarter one. Uh, what do we think? What do you, what do you think? What gets the what gets a W for you for quarter one? Um, I've in my notes, obviously the Danny DeVito's Eminem. Uh, it's it's on my short list. I enjoyed seeing Wendy throwing some shade, but it's sort of just an honourable mention. But the mm-hmm. the Tide ads and then the Doritos ad, Doritos mm-hmm. Mountain Dew sort of crossover uh, mm-hmm. were the three winners from sort of Q1 for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's 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 mark those three down. We've got here as our uh, as our finalists from quarter one uh, into the second quarter. We'll power through these ones because it was a long quarter by the looks of the amount of ads we had. Mm. Um, Purcell, which is a seems to be like a Omo type washing detergent. It's fine. Yeah. It's just like, yep. Move. Yep. Fine. Uh, Turbo Tax, some weird thing under the bed was the next ad. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. It's better than our H&R block ads, but you know. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It was a a nothing ad. There's a few of uh, Turbo Tax are getting in, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Must be tax time over in the States. So, um, they're getting, they're making the most of that. Uh, Now, we had the, uh, next was the Australian tourism ad starring Chris Hemsworth and Danny McBride, the Dundee, the, the, 
uh, viral marketing campaign mm. that they've done. Um, this I absolutely adored. Gen- genius marketing. Uh, whoever yeah. whoever sort of championed this in, as far as Tourism Australia goes deserves an award because it was oh. so well done. Um, just the fact that they dropped that little sort of sizzle teaser a week or two prior mm. we were like, oh my God, there's a, there's a sequel to Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. This is their son and yeah. it's Danny McBride. Oh my God. Like, okay. I know, I loved it. Like I felt, I was in, I, automatically I was like, I'm in like give mm. me this movie I'm like oh, like if it was a movie it's like Hugh Jackman's there Margot Robbie's there Russell Crowe's there you know, Ruby Rose is there yeah all the all the Aussie actors you could imagine um, and then the, the, obviously the Paul Hogan sort of cameo yeah. at the end um, <laughs> he's like know. no no, yeah. he probably had to get permission from the Australian tax agency first to uh, see if he was okay because I think he's still owing them quite a few millions of dollars I, I said that in uh, I said that on we talked about the commercials briefly on grandstand gurus last week um i spoke to logan wilkinson from irrational passions about um the super bowl and we we, we talked about the ads very briefly and uh, and i sort of yeah, made the comment i'm like yeah i don't know that he's allowed to uh, to work in australia it looked like they sort of green screened him in yeah. a little bit <laughs> yeah he's hanging out with julian assange in some yeah. you know neutral area that's it's free of um <laughs> you know, oh, getting getting uh so. extradited <laughs> yep yep uh very good. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Mm. Uh, the next is uh, another Ram ad. Um, yeah, more more big cars. Yeah, fine. Yeah, it did, it did its job. Uh, Squarespace next. Weird, very weird ad. Keanu I, Reeves on a motorbike. I, I like it. Um, our, our, the 8-bit website is actually back-ended by Squarespace. So I, I play mm. with it a lot. And I see, I've seen these like little little sort of uh, Keanu Reeves uh, focus pieces every time I log in. So I've, mm. I've been seeing it around. So he's, he started up his own motorbike company. Uh, is he really? pretty cool. That's the significance of um, So yeah, that ad, you know, yeah. about Arc Cycles or whatever it was called. Sorry if mm. I've butchered that, Mr. Reeves. But um, <laughs> he's, he's a legend. I love Keanu oh, Reeves. Like, he's so he's one I. of the guys I'd love to get a beer with just because he's the most down-to-earth, mm. humble fellow, I think, in that space. You hear the stories and the way he lives and, and just his general sort of mantras on life. He's, he's a boss and he's, he's like 50 something years old and he hasn't aged in age 30 still years. Looks like he's, he still looks like he's just come out of Bill and Ted's yeah. bloody excellent adventure. He's great. Yeah. I, I love, I'm, I'm the same. I love Keanu Reeves. He's, I don't think he's ever like, he's been in some of my favorite movies. Obviously growing up, I love the Bill and Ted movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Scanner Darkly is one of my favorite movies. It's such a trip, man. I watched oh. that at a young age and I think my brain oh, yeah. just wasn't evolved <laughs> enough to sort of properly, yeah digest what the hell I'm watching but then I watched mm. it a few years back and I'm like man this is actually really good cinema like this is great, great filmmaking movie. yeah absolutely like, he's in there Robert Downey Jr's in there mm. um, I can't remember the rest of the cast but it's just so interesting yeah yeah fantastic movie uh, the next ad Mi- Mich- Michelob Mi- is, I think that's how you say I think it. it's Ultra, Michelob which a, yeah yeah which is a beer um, with Chris Pratt in it I didn't like this ad like I didn't find it like I just thought he was it was weird. He's like, yeah, I'm doing this Michelob ad and he works, rocks up and he's like an extra or something. I'm like... Yeah. It, it felt like, like he was there just yeah. to collect a paycheck. Um, very much so. Yeah, the writing was a little bit sloppy. Uh, yeah. yeah, did nothing because Chris Pratt, he's he's sort of just this magnetic presence on camera and this thing was just... Mm. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Very much so. Uh, next, Febreze. Uh, again, I didn't even really get this ad with the, the, the parents saying their bleep doesn't stink and it was just... It fell flat for me. Um, the very next one we had was a Pringles ad. Now I really like this. One ad, of my favorites. Uh, one of my because, favorites uh, as well. Anything with Bill Hader, I think, is great. Also. Yeah. Um, this was cool. even when like he plays a- Alpha Five in the Power Rangers. 
<laughs> oh dear um yeah this is cool it's it's you know it's smart marketing i like that mm-hmm. it's you know it's obviously you you know you're advertising your product but you're also sort of oh great you know what's how can we get people to buy more pringles get them to buy three packets at once instead of mm-hmm. one and mash the flavors together yeah so from a from a pure marketing perspective i think it's genius and um it was funny as well the, the yeah. faces and the voices and stuff they were doing was, was you great. just made barbecue um, pizza you just yeah. made spicy barbecue pizza yeah. and then poor old kevin extra hanging in the background they're like nobody asked you kevin shut up yeah, <laughs> uh, it, was yeah it was a one. it was a belter and i'm a sucker for pringles so uh yeah keep doing that good thing Mm, very much so. Uh, Weather Tech, American Factory. Um, meh. Just an ad. Yep, meh. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Tide ad. Uh, again, very much in the same vein as the, the first one. So the theme of these ads is that... No, it's it, it's all like the, the cliche different ads from all mm-hmm. over the years. And it's not a car ad. It's not a this ad. It's a Tide ad. Yeah. Um, yeah, very funny. David Harbour again, nailing it. Uh, and then there was a Jeep commercial. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're always just nice to watch, like big sprawling landscapes, and they're always well shot. Mm, very much so, very much so. Uh, Diet Coke. So this is a weird type, but we're not we don't have this in Australia yet, and there's no I can I can say because I work at Coke, there's no current plans to bring it over. Um, but I was like, and I'm a Coke guy, uh, and I was just like, mm, I had a can of Coke just before we started hard. recording. Ah, oh, thank you. That's, mm-hmm. that's going to help my share price. Hopefully, thank you, Amatel. <laughs> Yes. Uh, this was weird. It felt like it was just trying way too hard. Mm. Um, so, uh, the next ad we had was the um, the Cloverfield Paradox, which uh, basically they dropped this ad and then the, the movie was available to watch on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Have you had your chance to? I, I haven't watched it yet. Um, <clears throat> I fully intend to. I, I really mm. enjoyed, obviously, the first film, Cloverfield, was phenomenal uh, as mm. far as that found footage, alien monster sort of invasion vibe goes. Mm. Second one I really liked. It's sort of a bit of a polarizing um, movie. How do you John feel Goodman. on Ten Cloverfield Lane? Have you watched it? You liked it? I haven't. No, it's on my list of like I, I it's it's on my list of sort of like movies I want to watch, and and I'm really fascinated by this Cloverfield sort of universe that they've built, where they sort of they're all related, but they're not related, and you don't have to watch them all, but you sort of probably should yeah. watch them all together. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, it, it, I haven't, but I am fascinated by the like what they're sort of building with this franchise, and and I like just sort of this guerrilla marketing that they're doing with it, where they're like, mm. here's a trailer for it. By the way, it's available to watch on Netflix after the game, sort of thing. Yeah. Like it's, I think more and more you're starting to see things like that, like in the video game space, you think of uh, think of sort of. Uh, Fallout 4 mm. uh, you think of when Beyonce's album dropped even that U2 mm. album that sort of was force fed yeah. freely to everybody with an iPhone or an Look, iTunes not a bad account. album I will defend that album that has got some okay songs on it I'm a big U2 fan yeah. and uh, that it was a bit like I was like why what the fuck I've just got this album on my phone all of a sudden mm. um, which I thought was really cool they're like hey everyone have yeah. fucking free album and then people got upset about it I, I um, love that I love that like I think I don't know what a sort of what the dollars if it costs more to you know funnel it in sort of a a Mm. extrapolated process like that as opposed to drawing it out but Mm. i think there's a lot of burnout in marketing when you when you're hyping a a new film or a game or any type of media for months and months and months like you look at like tying it back to video games again you look at um death stranding like this game no one even really knows what in the piss it's about still Mm. and by the time it comes out it's still going to sell but i think there's going to be a bit of fatigue leading yeah. up to it um yeah so it was cool to see that uh yeah cloverfield this one and then they're already talking about a fourth film that's in production and development that should be out later this year apparently mm. too so yeah 
Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the beauty of that kind. I love I do. I, I agree. I, I love that sort of like, here it is and you can have it right now. And that's the beauty, I guess, of the distribution platform of something like Netflix is that you can go... Here you go, and it's ready. Like mm-hmm. that. You don't have to like go to the. Ci- it's like, oh, and it's out at the cinemas, and it's like, yeah, mm, or it's like available gonna- on the shelves of Blockbuster now. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's it. Uh, next, we had an avocado commercial, um, which was I, I, I got a giggle. It was it was good good fun. The the, the like they're in this dome and they. Uh, the, the, all these Mexican avocados and then the chips are outside and everyone starts going crazy and then they're like it's okay avocados can be eaten on their own and then someone's like the Wi-Fi's out yeah <laughs> everyone goes crazy um, uh, I didn't I, yeah I didn't expect to see an ad about avocados at the Super Bowl but you know I can appreciate it obviously it's almost become its own form of goddamn currency mm. uh, with with the cost of avocados these mm, days mm. but um, yeah it was good I had a bit of a chuckle yeah, most definitely uh, then we had a rocket mortgage um, with Keegan in it it was fine um, yeah, yeah, Michael Key. Um, he's funny. I like him, but it was. I was like, eh, whatever. Um, Mission Impossible. Just keep. Do we need another? <laughs> we, Jesus, we Christ. didn't need one after number two. To be fair, um, yeah, they should have just stopped yeah. it there. I love Mission Impossible one and two, but just he's just phoning him in now. Tom Cruise is just like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, come pick up paycheck. He seems to. Have, I, I, I'm. He's fallen off the the the. He's he's not the guy we used to love and. No one loves nah. anymore, unfortunately. Bloody Scientology, mate. That's what it'll do oh, yeah. to you. Oh yeah. Uh, and then we had this get get e trade, um, which again, fine, nothing to write home about. And the last ad mm-hmm. of uh, was a Bud Light commercial of quarter two. Dilly yeah. dilly, the battle of beer run. I I love the Bud oh, yeah. ads. Oh, just general general sort of beer ads seem to always mm. nail it they've always got a good mm. mix of comedy and theatrics and things like that and, and the, these bud ads just crack me up i'm i love me a bud mm. light too so i'm like yeah i'll, I'll support the yep. blue brand but um yeah dilly dilly. dilly dilly yeah it was uh it was good like and i like he just reminded me of shovel knight i'm like this guy just looks like shovel knight um it was mm. just funny the way they're like he's like oh okay, i'm not gonna be able to help you guys battle i've got to go to this party you can come too if you survive and the guy's like nah it's yeah. probably not gonna happen and, um so I thought, <laughs> I thought that was funny uh so yeah. for quarter two who do we who do we like from quarter two i mean i think we- my 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 three favorites uh obviously the crocodile dundee slash you know tourism australia mm-hmm. ad uh, the Pringles mm. ad and a little honourable mention to uh, the Squarespace Keanu Reeves sort of robotic vision. I mean, mobi- motorbike vision quest he had Very going. Good. I, I concur, um, especially with the Pringles and the Dundee ads. I thought they were great. Uh, then we had Horizon. Uh, sorry, Horizon. Then we had Halftime, and. Uh, it was, uh, it was just a very short and sharp by the looks of things. Only the four ads. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a Verizon. Uh, now this one again, tearjerker. Like stop, stop it. Don't just stop trying yeah. to make me cry. Please stop. Um, and then we, you know it was it was nice, but I was like stop it. Uh, we had a, a a trailer for um a new Jack Ryan. Another like I mean, my my goodness. <laughs> how many people? How many people have played Jack Ryan? In, across, we've had Ben Affleck's done it Harrison Ford's done it uh, now we've got uh, what's his name from The Office is doing it he's turned himself into a bit of an action star now it's bizarre and, he, and he's on like he's on um, an Amazon Prime show mm. a similar similar universe too it's it's just bizarre and, and who cares yeah. <laughs> like, seriously we don't need more Jack Ryan stories no idea. not at all but pff, I mean people, people, people love Tom Clancy so um, mm. and then we had a Pepsi ad I'm um, 
we don't want to talk about that, do we? That's that's that that trash, you know, that black gutter trash, that trash, drink, Pepsi so. for everyone or some crap. So, mm-hmm. um, no good. And then we had another Toyota ad, um, mm, the big Tundra, yeah, the big Tundra, the big truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what? I mean, f- I mean, I don't even know if we need to give a winner for halftime because they were all sort of they fell mm. flat. I, the closest I'd say would be the Verizon mm. one because at least I've felt yeah. something. <laughs> the other three, I'm just like... It made me feel something. Yeah, that's <clears> it. That's it. Uh, moving on to the third quarter and we'll power through the second half. Quick smart. Uh, we had Kraft, Family Greatly. Uh, it was a weird ad. Not a fan. Uh, Rhett and Link star in Wix.com was the next ad. I don't know who Rhett and Link are, but they I guess they're funny people. So apparently I didn't really see any of that in that advert no. I was just like man These guys, you guys are just trying to be Squarespace yep, yep. get out of here yeah, Wix get out of here with that crap Wix um, if you want to sponsor us though please hit us up hello at we are right. <laughs> um, uh, we had another Toyota ad Toyota going ham the Super Bowl uh, T-Mobile are you with us nothing too special uh, another Avengers yeah. trailer heck yeah excitement heck hype yeah. levels getting up there look very cool um, lots of lots of flashy things. Lots of stuff. I try and avoid like I'm a big like don't show me anything I don't want to know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but you know, Avengers is great. So, looking forward to that movie. <clears throat> it's going to be huge. Just the cast, Ugh, like my god, them all in. It's one of the mm. biggest like all star casts I can think of in mm. film, going back across all genres. Yep. Um, no doubt, there's probably a few that completely escaped me. But hell's yeah, give me oh, that yeah. Avengers in a oh, few yeah. months. Oh yeah. Uh, then we had blackchair.com uh, an interesting ad seems to be um, celebrating like black culture and, and that kind of thing mm. so it was a very I sort of didn't know what it was going for at the start but um, you know obviously there's a there's a message behind that so I'm not fully across that sort of campaign or, or what it is that the website that they're doing but um, it, look, it seems like a good cause so um, more power yeah. to it uh, then we had <laughs> this ad was just weird this next day we had this key ad mm-hmm. with bloody um, what's his name from Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Oh, Old Aerosmith. God, it's so good. Like, he's just so ugly. <laughs> but then he's like attractive by the end of it. And he's this young man. I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, it's it's so funny because he's he's become a living caricature. Mm. Like, you know, you sit down at one of them artists and they'll draw you a bit crazy. He looks yeah, like that, doesn't he? Certain, yeah, your certain traits get exaggerated, but he's like that in real life. Him and like Mick yes. Jagger have just become living oh, caricatures. Yes, absolutely. How did he make Liv Tyler? I don't understand. Oh my god, she's a goddess. It doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. Yeah. Um, so that was mm. fine. Uh, then we had another TurboTax ad. You know. My god, who gives a toss about all this TurboTax? Uh, then we had a Westworld trailer. I'm, I haven't watched... I, mm-hmm. I sort of looked away from this because I've Westworld's another one that's sort of like on my list of shows that I want to watch at some point. You haven't watched the first tra- no, season yet? it's like... My yeah. goodness. It is... It's one of the best shows to come out oh, in wow. years. Um, bar yep. none. Uh, I I love it. Um, I love the original book. I love the original film. The sequel film was kind of mm. poo, but um, yeah. And the first season was phenomenal. Mm. Uh, you need to check it out. You need to maybe even bump that above Punisher for your oh, next yeah. view. Cool. In my opinion, it is is so well Where done. Where can we get that? So Where well can we get done. that in Australia? Is that uh, it's, it's it's on, on uh, HBO on Foxtel? Okay, yeah, cool. So Foxtel. Yeah. yeah. I've got a- uh, Otherwise, obviously, there's some less than. Uh, Less than legal places you could find it potentially, mm. but I don't know any about those. I've got my- Lucky we're on a podcast. <laughs> you can't see me right now. Uh, I've got uh, 
like I've got Foxtel here, so that's no problem. It's more just um, I've got to upgrade to the HD because I just got I just upgraded my TV. I got this whiz bang sixty five inch. Hell yeah, you got that four K. Yeah. But now Fox standard Foxtel looks like absolute poo on the big screen. Yeah, unless you're sitting across the road in the neighbor's <laughs> house looking through the window. Yeah, it is rubbish. Yeah, so I've got to do something about that. Quick smart. Uh, next we had a, 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 a again. This is a, I found this ad quite quite humorous. Um, Jeff Goldblum. The, the Jurassic Park Jeep Jurassic this is a new Jeep model um, Jeff mm-hmm. Goldblum again he's another one of those actors that's just become a meme and he just he's just like yeah. he's all in like he doesn't care yeah I, I love that in Australia here is in a goddamn menu log <laughs> ad now or whatever yeah, it was yeah. or Uber Eats no, one of the yeah, food delivery log. services I think it is yeah. menu log um, it's yeah. phenomenal uh, and, and yeah just more Jeff Goldblum in yeah. anything is great sum yeah, it's, I'm, I'm so glad that he's sort of had like a resurgence into movies and pop culture because he's sort of you know Independence Day was probably the last thing he did and then did nothing for years and now he's, he's sort of yeah. back in vogue it's great I love it he's a, yeah he's and um yeah I, I watched The Fly again for oh, the first wow. time in a bajillion years the other day god that takes uh, me back which, which is a fantastic yeah. underrated sci-fi Absolutely. film it was actually out in uh, 86 the year mm. I was born so it was good to good to watch that watch his uh, penis fall off <laughs> Uh, which is always fun. Um, but yeah, give it a uh, look. Very good. Uh, next, we had an Intuit ad. I think there's another TurboTax ad. Um, yep. Not, I don't think we need to speak about TurboTax anymore. Uh, um, and uh, after that, we had a, a Budweiser ad. This was, I don't know, like I was trying to pull on the heartstrings, but I'm like, what do you, what? Yeah. What is, what? <clears throat> I don't know if it sort of got lost because it's, you know, obviously very, very America. Mm. I don't know if it yeah. sort of... But yeah, it sort of fell flat. Patriotic sort uh, of trying, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I can understand what they're trying to do, but I guess over here or for viewers outside of the United States, it's like, okay, yep. cool, absolutely. And then we had the gem of David Harbour, and it's yet another Tide ad. Um, they're just they, they're taking that one all the way to the bank, and and they're quite funny. Like these are great ads. Like they, they've become a, they've now become a meme um, where people are inserting him into like everything and saying it's a tight ad, it's mm-hmm. a tight ad, and, um, yeah, which is quite funny. Yeah, uh, and then we had a yeah, no nah, more David Harbour, please. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, and then we had a Lexus commercial, which is sort of piggybacking off Black Panther. Um, fine, if that's what you're into, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, I liked the you ad. liked it. I really yeah. liked it. And um, clever marketing, especially with the whole long live the mm. king as their sort of slogan mm. that they wrapped it up mm. with. Uh, it was it was one of my favorites in that third mm. quarter. Uh, Interesting. I wasn't yeah. a fan. And just yeah. Lexus are sort of just, obviously they're just a fancier Toyota yeah. if you break Very it down. So. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for Black Panther. It's not funny. Yeah, absolutely. Comes out next week. Ooh. I've, got, I've got to go back and watch um, Guardians 2 before I jump into Black Panther. I can make sure I'm all caught up. Yeah. Yeah, Rachel and I watched Guardians 2 again the other day and God, it's... The first one's better, yeah. but I still really enjoyed the people second were telling one. Me, really yeah, people it. keep telling me that it's not good, but I'm like, I love that movie. Like, that first movie is phenomenal. So, I gotta, I'm mm. looking forward to going back and watching it. I might do that tonight, actually. Uh, yeah. Okay, so quarter three, that's quarter, wrap on quarter three. Not as probably high quality as the, uh, as the mm. previous two, but uh, what are we thinking for, for quarter three? Um, I like the tight ads, obviously. They're, they're great. Yeah, Tide, Tide, Westworld, and like, like Lexus and the Kia ads are the only other mm. two. Obviously, the Avengers is phenomenal mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well, but yeah, it's sort of one of the weaker weaker quarters of advertisements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, yeah, I agree. I agree. So we'll another Tide ad, and uh, the Westworld 
for quarter three. Yeah, yeah I think that's I think that's fair. Perfect. Moving on to quarter four, and this one uh, less ads in this one, which is good. Another tight ad. Now this is great. Uh, I believe this is the one that had the um, <laughs> the the Old Spice guy in it which yeah. i just that was brilliant that was to me was just absolutely brilliant when it's like it's the old spice guy on the horse like oh, i'm the old spice guy and he's like no it's a tie dad on the back it's yeah amazing. it's just the crossover parody that they were dialing these ads up to was just mm. phenomenal um yeah like it makes me want to buy tide like i don't usually get excited about washing dishes but i'm like i want to support this yeah. company <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah i mean i don't know can we get tide in australia i don't know i'd and let maybe costco mm. But obviously, it's not readily available on sort of the Coles or the Woolies yep. shelves. I'll have to have a look next time I go. Uh, next, we had another nice-looking Jeep ad. Look, you know, very they're like is an anti-manifesto was sort of what they were going for. Um, it's nice, well shot. Truck looks great. Yeah, they all, it's always yeah. are. Just more good yeah. Jeep stuff. Like it was nothing, nothing pioneering for them. Yeah. But they've they've gone yeah. away from the I bought a Jeep thing, which is um, which is interesting. Which mm. is great. Yeah. Um, Stellar Artois slash Water Org, uh, basically Matt Damon being Matt Damon, and uh, you know I love the the character that Matt Damon plays in um, Entourage. Did you, ever, did you ever get into Entourage? Oh yeah, and he's like yeah. the full like humanitarian. He's it he seems to be playing that mm-hmm. character. Well, I mean, he's obviously a, a big humanitarian and that kind of thing. But um, so he's it, the Stellar Artois are teaming up with Water.org to get water mm. to uh, underprivileged countries, which is a great cause, obviously. Which is great. Yep. Yeah. Um, Good to see. On, on the topic of Matt Damon and being a humanitarian, avoid that movie Downsizing. God, it's Oh, sucks. really? Is it? Yeah. So poo. It tries to be about 10 different films oh, at once goodness. and just gets... Yeah. But anyway, that's the story for another day. Uh, the only thing I like... I was... Um, side tangent. Uh, I I was setting up a, um, a cinema business that I won... Um, for, for my job and they had the ad like they had like the same three commercials playing on loop the whole day in the like in the mm-hmm. thing, like the candy bar in the reception area and they're playing the um uh the talking head song in the in the trailer uh what is it bloody oh, that's again it's, it's escaping me but um you know the one the one well, my beautiful wife in my beautiful house how did i get here i love that song uh mm. So that that's the only thing I think I like about that movie. Uh, yeah, it's probably about the only good thing about it. it starts good, but then it just falls on its yeah, face real quick. It's a shame. It's a shame. Hyundai Hope yeah. Detector. This one was another like, God, wait, I'm trying to watch ads don't make me cry kind of thing. Yeah, I want to watch big men get smashed <laughs> by other big men on the football field, not this. Uh, which is it was a nice ad. That's cool. Like I have a Hyundai, so it kind of made me feel a little bit. Um, mm. I guess like a better person like I guess I've done something good mm. um, does it does it weird you out how Americans call it like Hyundai yeah. or whatever however they yeah. pronounce it not Hyundai yeah. like over yeah. here yeah it is weird yeah, yeah. Um, like I don't know how, yeah it is weird it, I think it's Hyundai they yeah. say it which just, just yeah, come Hyundai. on yeah. Jesus yeah, there's a Y in there come on guys sort it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, next we had a, another Coca-Cola commercial The Wonder of Us um, mm. I find and obviously, I'm a big Coke guy. As, as well. I find these commercials to be a little bit on the nose. Like, it's like mm-hmm. everything in the world is perfect, and it's everything's amazing. It's yeah. like, come on, like, 
I feel like Coke needs... It's in a situation now with the way that the market is and everyone's, you know, being sugar conscious and that kind of thing. You've got to find something other than look at the perfect life that you'll have if you drink Coke and, like, make people laugh. Like, I think the best ads these days and the best marketing campaigns are the ones that make people laugh. And um, and these these ads do nothing for me. As a big Coke guy, Mm. they're disappointed. disappointed. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, you, you, you pass the point in selling me on this dream that's going to be established when I crack a can mm. or a bottle of Coke. Yeah, just just make it enjoyable. Make it a more relatable brand, I think, instead of you drink a Coke and you're hanging out on an island with your abs mm. and your missus yeah. and, you know, there's just a, a Coke outlet right in the beach there and all this crap. It's just like, come yeah. on, where's some realism? Where's some... Yeah, where's, bring it down to earth a yeah, little bit. Absolutely. Uh, next, we had the uh, the Alexa ad, um, which I thought this one was, was like, it was funny. The, the Obviously, Alexa, which is the home, the Amazon home yeah the amazon home it's like the google home yeah. equipment from amazon uh, loses her voice I, and then it's all the the different celebrities are phoning it in and yeah the- yeah i'm curious to see like it said something about uh, um, i think next month or so that they're going to have new potential voice oh, wow. options available on this thing so i'm curious to see who they've plugged oh, in morgan freeman on that thing <laughs> i'll buy one. Oh my god yeah your toast is ready <laughs> it's it's a balmy 25 degrees today jack <laughs> Oh, God, I love Morgan Freeman. Uh, <laughs> next, we had a Groupon ad. Um, it was fine. They've been trying to be like some guy didn't like small business or something and they beat him up. So um, I actually liked the Groupon you liked ad. It? it cracked yeah. me up. Like the the lady that was sort of uh, emceeing and hosting mm. this ad was just killing mm. me when she was like, um, you know, tell, telling a friend Amber to shut yeah. up. And then she's like, I'm about to go get my mud and just all this larger than life sort of. Uh, but he yeah it was nuts and and back in the day I was a bit of a sucker for Groupon oh, yeah. so I'm like yeah it's good to see you guys are still kicking yeah, around that's cool uh, next we had the the second Michelob ad with Chris Pratt trying to stand out again I think he was under utilised in these ads I don't know what they were going for that, but I mean yeah. if you're going to pay for Chris Pratt to be in your ad you might as well pay for him to be in your ad mm, that's it he's, he's probably just doing it because obviously him and uh uh, Anna, Anna Faris, mm. I think you pronounce her surname. Mm-hmm. They're obviously going through the divorce, mm. so he needs a bit more of that scratch to give half to yeah, her soon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hope he's had a prenup. Oh, he'd be worth more than her now, for sure. He'd be worth more than Yeah. He, we might see him in a menu log ad soon <laughs> enough, or, or one of those random lawyer ads like that Alec Baldwin <gasps> oh, over here in Australia. Oh, no. Now. <laughs> it's like, what, are you, what, is, what is this? Why are you here, Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last ad for Super Bowl 52 was uh, Monster Headphones. Uh, this was like very nicely shot, very mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, I think is it Iggy Azalea is that the, the late? I, I think yeah. it was. She's in there, and then this this kid builds these headphones, and all of a sudden it's like he's got like this scrap metal, and then they're like gold plated. I'm like, what? Mm. <laughs> what is bit of a leap yeah. there, monster? Bit of yeah. a leap. So I'm not a big not a big fan of that one. Um, so what yeah. do we think for fourth quarter ads? Um. I like the obviously Tide just seems to be the constant here. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the Groupon mm-hmm. one, as I said, it cracked me up mm-hmm. a little bit, and the Alexis losing a voice mm-hmm. one. I think they were probably the three picks from uh, Q4. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, no, that's all of the ads. I mean, we, we just need to decide on a winner now. Uh, I think. I mean, the standouts for me above all of them. Um, yeah. Dundee, the Tide ads. Um, Danny DeVito and, M&M. and the Danny DeVito's M&M's I think yeah. they're the three uh, yeah. top of the pops on this for me I mean I, I, you could almost be a tie between 
Dundee because obviously we're Australian and it's a great ad. It was a great marketing campaign mm-hmm. and the Tide ads just on pure volume and David Harbour being a I think fucking so. gem. Um, yeah, so we joint winners. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't endorse that yeah. vote. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a give an equal win to uh, those yep. two and a, and a and a very honourable second place to Danny DeVito in the Eminem ad. Uh, yeah, there you have it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That was all of the Super Bowl ads from uh, from Super Bowl Fifty Two. I hope you enjoyed that segment. Tell us what your favorite Super Bowl ads were. You can email us at hello at 8bit.net. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like to see from Danny DeVito going forward. Mm. Yeah, maybe no uh, budget direct ads with Ronda and Sunrises, <laughs> though, please. Oh, my God. No, wait, that might actually be hilarious. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Dearie <laughs> me. Space. The final frontier, once a place only for our imaginations and the occasional trip upward from NASA. Space travel has become far less of a priority to the governments of the world, and for the past few decades the dream of the human race perhaps one day venturing into the far reaches of our solar system became just that, a dream. Until now! One eccentric billionaire later and space travel for the everyman, if, if you're incredibly wealthy that is, is once again a reality. On the 6th of February, SpaceX, the company founded by billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk, launched its Falcon Heavy rocket into outer space. It marks the first time a rocket of this power has been sent into space by a private company, and this puts Musk one step closer to fulfilling his dream of putting man on Mars. He said on Tuesday, quote, We want a new space race. Races are exciting. (laughs) I don't know about you, Brendan, but uh, as Big Kev would say, I'm excited. I am excited. I'm even excited just on these lead-ins you're doing on these, uh, you know, intros and, and to these segments. That was oh, fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Um, I, I need you to start writing like just sort of vocal pieces to how I walk into rooms <laughs> for meetings. Sometimes, you know, we'll play it over the speaker systems, get everyone hyped. I do that. Um, I'd love to. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. This this is crazy. Mm. Uh, like in in a, in a very very good yep. way, nonetheless. Yep. Uh, I guess kids, it shows if you come up with an idea and uh, work at it. You know, obviously. PayPal was where mm. he made his initial yep. hay and then uh, Tesla and now he's evolved into SpaceX. Yep. Uh, it's crazy. Like, I like that he's one of these uh, billionaire entrepreneurs who, who put their money where yeah, their mouth is. Yeah, 100%. He, he's, he's been very, I've got this idea, I'm going to do it. And then lo and behold, it mm. happens. And, and now he's got... Now he's got a uh, you know a Tesla like his cherry red Tesla in orbiting space, the sun, That's just, just orbiting the sun. Um, it looks like it's overshot. Yeah. It's going to hit some asteroids, which is a bit sad. Yeah, it is, that um, is sad, but it's hilarious. But, yeah, this is nuts. Like uh, the Falcon Heavy rocket, uh, it's 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 mm. great, great talking point. Um, I'm curious to see if it is going to bring on this next wave of as, as he said the space mm. race uh truth be told um you know tinfoil hats and whatnot i'm still skeptical if we've actually landed on the moon to begin with oh really um because if we have why aren't we up there all the yeah. time now technology's improved yeah. why can't we see these footprints why can't we see that flag that was planted mm. answer these questions for me mm. nasa and mm. co um but i don't know i'm, I'm excited uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens from here mm. Uh, obviously this is probably going to get a whole new wave of funding to us uh, further push the spacex dream yep. along and get a get a get a person on mars uh when if and or how who mm. knows but um you know <laughs> that tesla just 
just orbiting the the solar system at the moment with the spaceman yeah. and i love that there was a david yeah. bowie soundtrack playing in it just too. on repeat like, it couldn't be any goddamn oh, cooler so cool. uh in yeah. that regard but um yeah it's 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 crazy mm. Mm. Uh, it, it was a successful launch yep. which is uh i think 90 percent of the battle with a lot of these sort of space-based yeah. uh endeavors they often um they can often fizzle literally fizzle out and um you know and end in uh was it spacex that had uh, a couple of years back one of their rockets exploded and they they lost a, an astronaut um i think it was yeah, so i think it was like i'm not not completely certain mm. or was but, it virgin's um, one it might have been virgin's one i feel like it was it was either virgin or because uh, virgin were doing the one that was, it was sort of i think it was a they weren't quite... They were just getting out of the orbit. They weren't sort of going... Just out yeah. of orbit and they wanted to do commercial sort of space yep. flights and yep. things. So, so it might have been... It was one or the other. Might have been poor old Branson. Mm. But um, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to occur with this. Obviously, uh, because it is such a powerful rocket that they've developed, they can will then lead to maybe more developments where they mm. can get more larger telescopes and satellites out into yep. space now, um, more capable intelligent robots to, to sort of comb these other planets. Um so yeah, it's it's just sort of this first step uh, to 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 quote uh, Mr. Armstrong. You know, it is that one small mm. step, um, and it, it, this might be the true giant yep. leap uh, because we haven't really seen a whole lot from uh, you know from when we we may or may not have landed on on the moon in the first yeah. place. Oh, so, absolutely! Uh, yeah, get at me on Twitter yeah. on that. I'd love some discussion. <laughs> I uh, oh, this this to me is like is probably my my favorite piece of news from the last year at least it, it's because nasa has been so neglected by the u.s government over the past you know 20 30 years um that you know they they spend next to bugger all on it you know considering they spend like mm. 650 billion dollars on their military and that kind of thing um and i just I, I love that there's someone out there and like elon musk is the most fascinating human being i think he's just mm-hmm. and you're like he hit the nail on the head he puts his money where his mouth is he he's like I, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it and oftentimes to his own detriment i mean the tesla recorded like their biggest loss ever um you know just recently i think on the same day they announced they had 650 million dollars um loss mm. for the year something like that um but their revenue's gone up and and spacex is obviously making you know quite a lot of money because you know nasa not sending rockets as often as they would and utilizing that program they're having to you know the government's having to basically commercial lease out commercially to um you know to spacex to send the satellites up and send mm. deliveries to the space station and that kind of thing so um this excites me like uh, space travel is just uh, like and it 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 it's one of those things that it's like it really disappoints me that we haven't done more out there and i think it's one of those things where the government's gone look there's no there's no value in us like at the moment for to, to go into outer space and to explore our solar system. There's, you know, there's no, what's the point? It's going to take us a hundred years to get to Mars or whatever it is. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're just going to, we're just blowing money away. So for this to be, for, for space travel to be a reality for, and that's the other thing for not just astronauts and, you know, military people and government people, but for yeah, the, for, for the common yeah, person, for like, like, I mean, you know, I imagine it'd be, well, for the majority, yeah, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. So for like, you know, the 1%, if you know you're lucky enough to be in that, you you potentially one day pay to fly to the International Space Station, spend a couple of days up there. Like mm. that to me is just mind blowing, and it, it really does excite me because it's you know it's the curiosity of of you know the human race which has gotten us to where we are now, and that you know constantly mm-hmm. wanting to ex- expand ourselves and improve ourselves and build new technology and do these things and innovate and for the literally like the the 
like the vastness of space to, for it to be neglected like it is is quite discerning um, so the fact that there's a guy who's like he's like I want to put man on Mars yeah. like that is awesome let's see what's yeah. out there absolutely and it's it's crazy too like that um, that this sort of Falcon Heavy is uh, it's it's pretty well in parallel to the, the most powerful rocket that, that NASA are currently mm. also in development with but they're saying it's it, the Falcon Heavy's one tenth of the cost yeah as well so you sit there and go wouldn't NASA have the the who's who of a brains trust to put this together and work out a way to to maximize thrust and all mm. that and minimize yep. cost yeah I think so they're, they're running this dated program that's going to cost them 10 times the amount than what uh, SpaceX has just done this past mm. week like it's it's sort of finally funny to see sort of this pioneering mindset of, of Musk and co and then the antiquated old fat cats from NASA and, and all these other arms that are you know probably so adverse in their ways that they're just like no nah, mm. this guy's got no mm. idea we're tried and true <laughs> here we're gonna keep on keeping on and everything so I um yeah I love that he's just trying different stuff. Like even things like the bullet train he's trying to build um, and different things, which and oftentimes he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then experts and engineers come out and they go, he's, it's not actually possible. Like what he's saying. Yeah. So um, there's an element, but he's willing to have a crack. Like that's the thing. Like he, yeah. he, he literally gives no fucks. Like he's just yeah. like, yeah, he's like, yeah, this is good. It's exciting. Like he's like, races are exciting. Like, see that, that's that's insane this is the level that you can live at when you think that we may or may not be all attached to the matrix anyway <laughs> so so maybe that's the thing he's sitting there going mate i'm gonna get pulled out of this machine mm. by neo in about six months time anyway so let's just go yep. ham let's see uh see what happens yeah yeah no he's great it's it's just and he's building a uh, this is the other thing as well he, the the rocket he wants to send to mars is called the bfr which um is like a, a to me is, is a throwback to like doom with the, the yeah, BFG, hundred percent. Um, it's just oh my god, it's amazing. Like that, what a crack! And, and he's gonna he's gonna kit the uh, the astronauts output with those new goddamn flamethrowers <laughs> that he's just bankrolled as well, like commercial flamethrowers and stuff. Like my goodness, oh god, he's a classic. He's a classic. But uh, look, the, yeah. this is the, well, the world needs guys like Elon Musk, and whether or not anything comes of it, and it's you know it might be fuck you know pie in the sky kind of thing it's not nothing's ever going to come of it at least he's having a go and then maybe you know 20 years down the track or 30 years down the track or 50 years down the track when the technology is there then we might yeah like we might live we might live in an age where we put man on mm-hmm. mars that to me is exciting or the moon or mm. <laughs> the moon <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me dearie me well ladies and gentlemen if uh, if you think we didn't land on the moon let us know Hit us up on the on the Twitter and the socials. Tell Brennan if you think he's crazy. Uh, you're not a flat earther, are you, Brennan? Okay, no, good, no, good, good. I'm not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. I'm, I'm just real skeptical with the moon oh, landing stuff. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to another time. Uh, do maybe that's we can do a d- different segment on uh, conspiracy theories because th- th- I'd, yeah. I'd love to talk. We'll get a few people I'm, in on that. That'd be. Insane. I'm a big conspiracy theory. I wouldn't say buff, but I've I've dabbled in uh, in reading into some things like Kennedy mm-hmm. assassination and um, Roswell and obviously 9/11 and things like that. So um, there's there's a lot of funky shit out there. So I'm interested to hear Hells your yeah. hear your theories on on the man on the moon one. Yeah, and so much to digest. Like it's just readily available to everybody mm. now too. Like. You look at the streaming platforms like Netflix and Stan and Amazon and that, they've got tons of stuff like mm. that that you can sort of watch and download into your mind and you know, try and try and change your thought process on things yeah. or, or maybe just, just buy into some, some lies as well. Yeah, that's it. That's it. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It Is What It Is. This has been a product of 8-Bit. You can find all of our content over at 8-Bit.net and you can follow us on Twitter. Brendan is at Brendan8Bit. I am at Cruzy underscore mate and 8-Bit is at WeAre8Bit on all of the socials. If you've enjoyed this show, it would mean the world to us if you could hit that subscribe button and leave us a review on iTunes. That it ultimately is what will we'll keep the mics on it it helps us um you know move up in the charts it, it helps us be discoverable um and you know even tell your friends about us if you if you if you're like my friend nick who refuses to use or our friend ben who refuses to use apple products uh mm-hmm. you know it's at, rough at least yeah, <laughs> at least tell a friend yeah. tell someone or you can listen yeah. on soundcloud yeah, I just got to say too, congratulations for the for the nice tasty debut in the news uh, the news charts yeah. on iTunes in that Thank first you. week too. It's uh, it's nice to yeah, see. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it was uh, it was very nice to flick through and, and we we, we uh, when I found us we were at one seventy eight, which was um which was cool it was to not to see the logo there and um Craig with his sunnies on at the desk and it was uh it was a really cool moment. So tell your friends about us. Tell your co-workers about us. Tell your pastor at church on Sunday mm-hmm. and uh, and let them know that they can get all the hot takes here. It, it is what it is. And if you've got any questions for myself or my co-host, you can email us again at hello at 8bit.net. And next week, we will actually, for real, be joined by Tom from the Explosion Network. So uh, It's going to be a good episode. Yeah, absolutely. So stay tuned for that. He's got, he's got the best NPR voice that you could ever um, hear. It's great. It's, it's magnificent. <laughs> Sultry tones is... Uh, so oh yeah. describe him, uh, Brendan. Yeah, I go to sleep to it sometimes, but I get too worked <laughs> up, so it's sort of a you know fine line of balance. Might have to get him on that ASMR podcast with NATO. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, Brendan, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's it's been good fun to uh, sort of deep dive on some topics that I don't usually, I guess, talk about on the mm-hmm. daily. It's it's fun to to break up that general pop culture gaming space that I seem to frequent with with other podcasts so it's, it's been good it's been real good and um, onwards and upwards just like space absolutely huh? absolutely we will put 8-bit on the moon one day or, or Uranus I don't mind we can put 8-bit in Uranus <laughs> until, until next time friends it is what it is <laughs>